Hello, welcome to the Stubborn Tortoise Podcast. I'm Donna Pazdera. So I apologize that I did not uh, publish a, an episode last week. Um, really didn't have anything to talk about. And it was, I did record something and it was about 10 minutes about me talking about why I didn't do the uh, South Subwalk. Um, and that was just, I could probably tell you this in under a minute now, um, the night before the event I decided uh, to drop because my um, the inside of my knee was bothering me and the top of my foot was was bugging me and I thought well what better way to aggravate uh, a potential injury than to walk on pavement for 31 miles and so I um yeah so I pulled the plug and my only regret is that I missed you know sharing a an unusual experience with a bunch of really cool people. And, um, I, I am sad about that, but I think my leg is actually leg and foot feel tons better now. And so maybe that's just what it needed was not to punish myself. Um, anyway, so that was that. <laughs> so you really didn't need to hear me blather on and on for 10 minutes about that. Um, however, I do have something to talk about from this past weekend. Um, I uh, volunteered and ran at the J&J Trail Running Reunion. I think that's what it's called. I've only been doing this race for five years, something like that. Um, anyway, it is held at Camp Eagle, which is outside of uh, Rock Springs, Texas. Um, very rugged, beautiful place. Um, lots of rocks. I mean, it's like even the eight-mile drive in, um, which usually takes about... 20 to 30 minutes because it's just this very rugged road. Um, you see all this exploded rock all over the place and you're just like, God, it looks like the Flintstones or something. Um, it's pretty crazy. And some of the elevation is, is pretty outstanding. And uh, yeah. So anyway, um, that was, that was this past weekend. And um, so I got there Friday afternoon, probably like around one thirty, and um, was assigned to the pavilion aid station, which is at the start finish um, very nice. You know, it's, it's, uh, right across from the bunkhouse. So that was convenient and very near to the, uh, place where you got food, the cafeteria and, um, snack bar. Um, so yeah, so, th so that was kind of cool. And <laughs> I got there, somebody sort of referred to me as the aid station captain. I'm like, what? I wasn't aware I was the captain, you know, and I don't think I was, I think that might've been a mistake because I wasn't going to hang out all weekend. So it was sort of like, okay. Um, anyway, where was I going with my thoughts? Um, so when I got there, I, um, saw my friend, uh, Tim and, uh, he had brought his parents with him, David and I think Mary, um, they are, um, I believe they are retirees and, um, their first time volunteer. Well, no, it was, I think her first time volunteering and, um, she was just sort of hanging out. And then, um, David had also worked at uh, Rocky raccoon 100. And so he had a little bit of experience. Um, and, uh, Tim was, <laughs> Tim did something that, that I never had thought of before. And he put duct tape, um, labels, uh, on, on the, on the table, uh, where we were, you know, leaving snacks and drinks and things like that. Um, so people knew what they were getting. I mean, that was such a no brainer. And I don't know why I never thought of that before, but I was so happy to see <laughs> that someone had done that. And, um, 
So yeah, that was that was pretty cool. So yeah, so I, it's, it was fairly quiet most of Friday because the race started, I guess, like at six thirty on Friday morning, um, and this thing is all weekend. Um, I think it ended at one o'clock yesterday. So there's a hundred and one miler, a hundred k, a forty two miler, a twenty one miler, a ten miler, a couple of ruck distances. I think there were twenty one, um, and then a four miler, which is the race that I decided upon i was originally supposed to do the 10 and then i kept thinking you know i'm standing on my feet for the day before and the morning of and for hours and um i decided to just drop to the lower distance also knowing that it was going to take me a while and i really kind of wanted to get back before dark um so that was my choice but i'll get to that in a little bit but anyway yeah so we were putting out snacks and drinks and, you know, refilling people and, uh, you know, their bottles and whatnot. And, um, yeah, <laughs> I know at one point, I think this might've been on Saturday. I, um, I couldn't find any band-aids. <laughs> so this, this guy had cut his, I guess, like between his thumb and his, um, the rest of his hand. Um, he had this kind of, I mean, it wasn't a serious wound, but it was still significant. And, all I could find were these like blister pads. <laughs> so we were using that. Um, kind of weird. And um, I do think that there there were band-aids, just I couldn't find them. So that that's also one one thing when you work an aid station, at least um in my experience, even though stuff is sort of labeled like, you know, the containers, it's just kind of random and so sometimes you're just not sure, you know, where's that bag of trail mix? Where are those little cups? I, you know, and then so you end up opening, you know, like a dozen of these giant plastic containers uh, with lids before you actually find something. Um, and this is even after you've been doing this for a few hours. <laughs> um, but anyway, yeah, uh, I also met a guy named Ray who was doing his first um, trail uh, volunteering stint. And uh, he was really super cool and uh, very enthusiastic. I mean, he and David were both just like, yeah, yeah, we're going to be here all weekend and we'll stay up as late as we need to. And I'm just like, Ooh, and I know better just because, you know, I've done this enough times to just know that, you know, you, you have to have sleep in order to be useful. And um, so uh, Friday night, um, I ended up sending both of them to bed before I went. And then, um, cause we had plenty of people to, cover or at least a fair amount of people to cover uh, the finish line in the aid station and uh yeah so it was but it was really cool to uh watch all these people especially the 100 milers 101 milers uh, come in from each loop now the way this this race goes and this is kind of it was, it was a little hectic and complicated because there are three loops involved in um the 21 mile uh, what do you call it system if you will so you start out with a six miler then you come back and then you go on and do a four miler and come back and then you do an 11 miler and come back and then you start that all over again depending on which distance you're you know ultimately doing now obviously if you're just doing the 10 well if you're doing the 10 miler then you go out for the six and then the four and of course if you're just doing the four then you just do the four <laughs> um and everybody kept telling me that the um this big hill at the beginning um, of the, um, or near the start of the four miler was really, you know, pretty hellish. And I was just sort of stealing myself for that. And I just kept picturing Lucky Peak um, at, um, 
Hill Country State Natural Area. And so I was kind of nervous about that. But anyway, but yeah, but getting back to the 100 milers, it was really fun because um, the the guy that ended up winning, uh, Brad, um, is 26 years old. I think he's from outside of Dallas. Um, and his parents were there crewing for him along with his uh, significant other. And um, so, you know, and, and again, this was his first 100 miler, which I I think I would have picked something a little bit safer, <laughs> but again, he's 26, but yeah, it was, it was, he was interesting to watch because, um, at first he was, you know, he was doing really strong and, and I probably went out a little fast in, in my estimation is toward the evening. Um, he was definitely looking kind of wrecked. And, um, and then his dad later told me that he, he did take like a, a little bit of a nap and, you know, kind of got it got it back together. And when I saw him in the morning on Saturday, I mean, he was practically like dancing across the, the, the finish line, um, to complete his loops. <laughs> so, um, and yeah, I did get to see him finish, which was really exciting. And, uh, you know, it was just cool to see somebody doing it, doing their first one, or it's, it's also fun to see people doing their first ultra or first trail race and, you know, just watching them, you know, achieve that, that sort of accomplishment and, uh, you know, and cheer them on for it. And I, I think that's half the fun of, of volunteering is just getting to, you know, watch people do their thing. Um, there's another lady who I think she did the hundred K and, um, she was going to call it a night. Um, I think on, well, I think she started to call it a night on Friday and then she kind of got talked to by, uh, the race director, Chris McWaters and uh, a couple of other volunteers and, um, persuaded her to maybe just take, take a little sleep and, you know, come back at it. And that's exactly what she did. And she finished. And, um, so that was really cool. That was, that was another fun thing to witness. Um, and of course my friend Nancy Marks was out there doing the 101 miler, of course, what else would she do? Um, and she was just cracking me up because she would, there was only one other aid station besides us at this race, just because the distances are, you know, fairly short, um, for each loop, but she would, she would just cross the mat and then just turn around and go right back out. She wouldn't even bother coming into the aid station. She's just sort of like, well, you know, there's an aid station out there. I'll just go to that one. <laughs> so that's pretty much what, what she did. And she was just like so chipper. And I, I just, my hat is off to her. She's amazing. Um, yeah, and so I, I got to see a lot of uh, old friends, made some new ones. Um, Friday evening, um, I had some, we had some new volunteers that were going to run the race in the morning, and then they were going to come back and volunteer, and I ended up staying in their cabin, which was a girls-only cabin, which I kind of like that idea. Nothing against the boys, but, um, but yeah, they were, I think they were from San Angelo and Austin, and it was... Oh God, I'm going to forget their names now. It's Melissa Page. At, oh boy. It starts with an A and now my brain is just not working. Anyway, I'll get it. I'll get it. Um, but yeah, it was, uh, it was cool. They were very enthusiastic and <laughs> just couldn't wait to, 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 you know, race and, um, or volunteer, I should say. And, uh, yeah, so that was, that was kind of neat. And, um, all right, hang on. I'm, I'm looking at, <laughs> I don't know why I'm so terrible with names. And I think that's part of my problem is that I, I start remember, I, I forget 
who does what. And um, all right, hold on. I'm, I'm looking it up because I know I've got it. The other thing, the other person I saw was someone I met back in September um, named Tiffany and McClintock, which is her last name I just learned. And um, she remembered me from being at the finish line at, I think it was uh, Mellow. Um, and she was asking me about, you know, different races and stuff like that. And so, you know, that was, it was just really super cool, you know, catching up with her and she got my information and, uh, actually texted me, uh, yesterday, just trying to, um, you know, figure out, um, you know, what, what Pandora's is like. And, and, and what, of course I told her it's a lot of rocks, but you know, if you got through this, you'll be fine. Oh, Abigail. I knew it started with an A. Abigail, I'm so sorry. Um, Anyway, um, yeah, so that was that. And, um, but they were, they were lovely and helpful and, um, yeah. And then of course PJ showed up and, um, yeah, I mean, just some of my bunch of my friends from the Valley were there and, uh, you know, so it was just a real cool thing. Oh, and also I finally got to meet for the first time. Um, even though I've known him virtually for a little while is, uh, Brian Sharp. Um, so, uh, who, did the four miler. Uh, he did it earlier than I did and, um, ended up taking second in his age group. So you go. Um, I think that might've been his first time placing, he says. Uh, so I don't know. Um, but he's, yeah, he's, he's a pretty cool guy. And, um, so we chatted a little bit and, uh, whatnot. And then, um, so yeah, it's <laughs> Friday night was kind of funny. I know kind of jumping all over the place time-wise, but Friday night was kind of funny because we, we, we were the only aid station with a um, grill, a uh, propane grill. And uh, I don't really know how to use, I'm kind of, I mean, even though I have a gas stove, I'm really afraid of lighting anything with, involving gas. I'm just afraid I'm going to blow things up. So kind of played the girl card and let one of the guys <laughs> light, the, uh, light that thing. And um, but then I ended up starting the ramen, uh, which... It wasn't cold this weekend. Thank God for that. It was very windy, but it wasn't cold. Um, and so that was really a blessing, especially after last month at Rocky. Oof. Um, I, st I still haven't gotten over that freeze. I, st I still have nightmares about that thing. <laughs> I think we all are for a while. Oh, my gosh. Um, so, like, as I was mentioning earlier, sometimes you can't always find things readily, um, you know, and I, I found the the box with all of the um, like cutlery in it, and um, you know pots and pans and things like that. I couldn't find a ladle, and so we're just like, crap. So I found an ice scoop. So we started by making ramen with an ice scoop, and then finally uh, Tim uh, scrounged up a couple um, of ladles from the Camp Eagle kitchen. Thank God that you know we were at a place where we could do these kinds of things. He also borrowed a pan from them um, or a pot because we needed another um, one for hot water for coffee and um, mashed potatoes, you know, instant potatoes and bouillon and um, hot chocolate. So, um, so that was a godsend. Also, David, <laughs> inexplicably, <laughs> I guess because they camp a lot, happened to have a couple of his own ladles. And so Tim brought those aboard too. So, yeah, it was kind of an interesting thing. I was starting to feel like MacGyver. Um, yeah, so that was kind of funny. And uh, yeah, so that, you know, pretty uneventful. Um, I have to say the people who were working the finish line, this guy, Ed, and some other people, um, <laughs> he had this like really 
sweet cowbell. I mean, it was really loud. And those, the, the folks at the finish line, you know, the volunteers, they were clanging that sucker every time someone came in, which was nice. I mean, I think that's, I like races that are kind of loud and body, except when you're trying to sleep, which was, I kept, I could kind of faintly hear it from time to time throughout the night. And so it was kind of like, oh my gosh. And then of course, as always the night before a race or anything, I can't sleep tossed and turned and tossed and turned. And I felt like I was annoying uh, my three new friends who were in the bunk room uh, adjacent to mine. So I had one bunk room all to myself and they had the other one. And uh, so <laughs> uh, I was afraid my, my new sleeping bag was a little, I don't know, it just makes, you know, that little, you know, kind of sound when, when you're uh, rolling around in the, in the sleeping bag. So, and I just, I tend to be a tossing, turning kind of guy. So ugh. finally did get about two and a half hours of sleep and I was back up at five and back at it. And uh, yeah, things were in the morning, things were pretty crazy. I mean, cause everybody, the majority of the people were racing um, that day. And um, yeah, so it was real steady um, up until like around noontime. And I mean, it still was pretty steady even after that, but my race was supposed to be at noon. And so I made sure that, you know, we had enough people and, um, and whatnot. And, uh, and then went out and did my race. And, um, you know, at first I'm a, I'm such a slow starter. It's like, I, I at least tried to, you know, look the part by running through the chute and, you know, out onto the course. And then of course I start walking a little bit because I'm like, Ooh, I'm just not real good at holding it steady at the very beginning. And once I get going, I'm okay. But, ooh. and then I kept wondering about this hill. And I was just kind of stealing myself for that. <clears throat> Turns out it was really only about a quarter mile or so uphill. And it was sort of a, like a kind of a zigzag up. So it just kind of, you know, go a little higher and then it would kind of curve and then go a little higher. So it wasn't like this straight up kind of shot like you have on lucky peak or some of these other places um and i know camp eagle is loaded with those sorts of hills and you know because i've done you know 25k out there uh in years past and i mean this course was quite different but or at least my experience on this section was different than what i've usually dealt with in the past and so it really wasn't all that bad. And so I was you know, definitely having to hike up that, but I um, was able to run a lot of it um, because I found that there are sections that were fairly runnable. My friend, Alex uh, Segovia had told me, uh, cause he was doing the, um, I think he did the 42 miler and he, he told me, you know, he was describing it to me and he was exactly spot on um, about it. Cause it, it did have some kind of little rollers and, you know, up and downs and, and things like that. And of course, rocks. Um, and I tried to be a little more fearless about running on rocks and did okay. Didn't fall. Thank God. Um, yeah. And I was kind of keeping an eye on my time. And I mean, I was kind of figuring I, I could do it in about an hour or so. Um, just because knowing my pace and, you know, the, the terrain and everything. And so, um, it was funny because at one point I was just like, all right, it's, you're definitely going over an hour. So, okay. And, um, and I thought, okay, it, it may end up being like an hour and 15 hour and 20, you know, something like that. And I was just like, okay, I'll deal with that. So anyway, I, uh, I came in, felt really good and, uh, went over and checked my time with, um, Kyle 
And uh, turns out I did it in 109, which I know sounds embarrassingly slow, but for me, I was pretty happy. And it also turned out that I took first in my age group. I did have a lady ahead of me uh, who's a few years older than me, and she did it in an hour and she took first in masters. And, um, but there was somebody else behind me uh, in age group. And uh, so I at least took first in that. I mean, it's not like you get anything, but you get bragging rights, which was super cool. And I actually discovered that I, and again, this is not knocking other people, but I'm always curious. And um, I actually was ahead of a lot of other people in younger age groups um, who had placed, I mean, not every single one, but I mean, definitely in the thirties, forties and fifties, I definitely, you know, did better than they had. And um, I mean, and it's, it's everyone, you know, anyone, you know, I was just having a good day for a change because um, I've had so many lackluster slow races of late. And, you know, that one where I finished DFL and <laughs> things like that. And it's just like, it was sort of comforting to, to feel like, wow, okay, I, I did okay. And um, yeah, so that was, that was a good experience. I really enjoyed it. And um, I was so tired though. I have to tell you, oh man. In fact, Friday night, my feet were so just from standing on that concrete all day long, my feet were actually like vibrating. <laughs> they hurt so bad. And um, yeah, that's, that's kind of crazy. Um, but, but yeah. And then, with, then we had the time change um, that evening. And so, man, I think I woke up at 10 AM yesterday. <laughs> that's just how bad it was. <laughs> so super tired. But uh, in fact, I'm still kind of sleepy today. I don't know what's going on, but uh, anyway, uh, suffice it to say, it was a good experience. I enjoyed the heck out of volunteering and, you know, getting to run a race uh, on top of that. So that was good. And um, met some new friends and saw a lot of old ones. And that was also good. So, yeah, nice experience. Uh, and it just, oh, yeah, also, just got to tell you this. I, I mean, I have to say, a week ago Sunday, I was really down because I was like getting really disappointed about the whole vaccine situation. I just felt like, man, I'm never going to get this thing. Am I, you know, and I was just really frustrated and my university, um, somehow I got put on a list, um, you know, as, as people to maybe be considered a priority to get the vaccine, um, because of our, the nature of our jobs. I mean, even though I am teaching virtually, I, I do come in contact with people from time to time, you know, so I've, didn't really feel like I was jumping a line or something. And uh, anyway, right after my class last Monday, I just happened to um, get an email from the uh, president's secretary. And she said that they had just gotten at the last minute, uh, 150 vaccines um, to be spread over three days, uh, Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. And if we were interested in getting it, that we should sign up at this particular, you know, spreadsheet link, whatever. And so, I mean, then 60 seconds, you know, I'm on there. I'm like, yes, I want it. I want it Monday, you know? Um, and a couple hours later I got the email and, uh, I was accepted. And, uh, <laughs> if I could have flown, I would have. Um, but yeah, I drove across town to this, uh, mall and, uh, waited in line for about an hour, but it moved really quickly. And, um, yeah, I got my first dose of the vaccine. So that was a great feeling. That was a very good feeling. I mean, my arm was a little sore for about a day. Um, I'm a little concerned about the, the second dose, which comes in two weeks. Um, 
and you know because I've, I've known a number of people who got taken down by that for about a day or so and i just worry because i i have two classes on tuesday and i just keep thinking oh my god if i'm feeling crappy this is not going to work very well but we'll we'll just worry about that when the time comes but it just it gives me a sense of optimism though because i feel like a lot more people are able to get vaccinated now than say a month ago and uh, in fact my sister got vaccinated yesterday so uh, and her husband's been vaccinated for a little while um because he works for the school district and um yeah so i think there's gonna be a really good chance that i'm gonna get to see them this summer and uh, i'm very excited about that so i just feel a sense of optimism like i I think we're, we're gonna get out of this i think we're gonna get out of this sooner rather than later um that is if people cooperate and you know get the vaccine if they so choose um I mean, I do think we're going to hit that herd immunity. Listen to me. I sound like an epidemiologist. I don't even know what I'm talking about, but, um, but I'm, I'm optimistic and it's just given me a sense of hope because I mean, we, we hit that one year anniversary this past week and, um, you know, we definitely have our ups and downs. I mean, the beginning of this year was not so great. And, um, and then of course the snowstorm was just horrible. Um, but hopefully March is going to be okay and April will get better and, you know, so on and so forth, so on and so forth, speak English. Um, yeah, so that was, that's just a really great feeling. And, um, I am really looking forward to feeling a lot more normal soon. And, uh, yeah. So next on tap for me, I am, cause I heard Chris needed some volunteers for Hell's Hills. And so, I'm going to come in on Thursday evening and then spend all day Friday out at um, the Hill Ranch. I think that's what it's called, the Hill Ranch. It's outside of Smithville. And um, it's it's a – I don't know if I'm going to run that one or not. I, I may not. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I think, I think if I do anything, I'd run first and volunteer after because I think that's probably the better way to do things. But whatever. I don't really have to go run out there. Um, but yeah, so that's, that's my, my next plan, uh, for, um, you know, volunteering and yeah, I imagine I'll be doing a few more races to volunteer and then probably we'll be out of pocket for Captain Carl's this year, just because I want to go run that one. Um, so I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Um, it's not that I don't want to help, but you know, that's, I, I got to get myself, <laughs> back into um running shape and uh, that's that's getting it's it's getting a little better so i mean i feel like i've had to start from the beginning again and i guess that's not entirely awful um but i'm yeah i'm trying not to you know go you know super crazy or something and do you know a lot of miles one week and then you know veer way back the next week and trying to consistently build and you know, do this right. Cause I think that's how I get injured. It's just sort of doing too much. Um, anyway, that is all I've got for now. I will see you next time. Hey.